Welcome to come on here with us. We're excited to have her. I'm going to read her a little bio and then we're going to start talking. Awesome. She is a certified essential. Hey, we had this conversation. Feng Shui or Feng Shui? Feng Shui, but yes. we've heard all kinds of variations. Yeah. <laughs> feng Shui practitioner and trainer, the author of The Heart of Feng Shui, simply put, and contributing author of the international best-selling book. I love that. Ignite Love. For over two decades, Anita has been on a mission to empower her audience to reach an elevated state of emotional excellence by shifting the energy in their home. She shares ancient wisdom with her clients and students to help them heal the mind, body, spirit connection from the outside in. Welcome. Thank you. I'm just so excited to be here and, uh, you know, just spread some love out in the world and just whatever we can do to... Um, uh, lift people up, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what we've been talking about lately. That it's that's all it's about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You and, seem and, very excited about that, and that's what we're excited about. So we're happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you and you know, them? I have noticed, uh, and I'm sure you gals have too. I've noticed lately that there are more and more people like us who are looking for our community. Yeah. I don't like yeah. to use the word that starts with T, but you know, really just community and, and just a collaborative effort. So I love that the two of you are collaborating and are putting some vibrancy out into the world. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So what we're talking about a lot is it's not as complicated, I think, as even our community has made it before. When we read about your mandate, we're like, that's exactly it. It's just spreading love, joy, passion, and vibrancy. And it doesn't have to be as complicated as we've made it. Not at all. Not at all. No. I think so. And and I think too, there's an opportunity. I mean, there's so many opportunities, but when you know the energies of planet earth are shifting and we're all shifting a little bit and uh, there's a lot of inner work to be done and i you know help my clients and students look at their outer environment to shift the inner environment so it's kind of counterintuitive people go what you know how can you shift from the outside in and it's really uh, quite spectacular and amazing mm -hmm. and you know when you talk about vibrancy if somebody wants to you know become a little more vibrant obviously that is all about shifting your your frequency your energy and you know simply by shifting just a few items in your home whether it's in your intimate space of your bedroom or, you know, a living room or some area that you spend a lot of time, you can shift your energy and you can start to elevate it to a different frequency. So it's really cool. Oh, that is so that. cool. Because you know what, that was one of our questions that we were going to ask you is, well, we might as well just continue on with it, yeah, but you pretty just much just nailed yeah. it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah. How can you use Feng Shui 
I said it correctly, hopefully. Uh, how can a person utilize it to shift their vibrancy and enhance their space? So you yeah. totally just nailed it. Well, and you know, maybe we, we need to backtrack a little bit because, uh, you know, some of your audience may not have heard the term feng shui before. That, and, that's right. Yeah. And then some people have, but then they have a specific idea, you know, like I've worked with some clients and they go, oh, is that where I take the Buddha and where should I put the frog with the coins or, you know, they have all these talismans and these ideas, right? And I go, you know, that's not the feng shui that I practice. Essential feng shui is about adapting some of this ancient wisdom that has come feng shui has been practiced for thousands of years but in a culture that is steeped with symbolism and tradition and those kind of things and so we can take some of that wisdom and bring it to north america however it's not always applicable right Right. So the, the term feng shui itself means wind and water. So simply, it means joining the seen forces with the unseen force and looking at both of those things energetically. So when we think about wind, right, it's, it's there, we can feel it but we can't really see it. It's not tangible. So it's, it's kind of that intangible, you know, has cause or effect on the tangible. Mm -hmm. So feng shui really, for me, simply means the study of energy in your environment. And I'm sure that you've had guests on, or you will in the future that are very gifted and talented at reading uh, aura, right? They can yes. maybe read yeah. someone's auric energy, or mm-hmm. perhaps they're very good at reading tarot cards, or um, an acupuncturist works on the meridians of the body. So, as a feng shui practitioner, I read the energy of the home environment, and Beautiful. I help my clients to remove the blockages in the meridians of their home. Because our home is merely an extension of who we are. Our personality, our intimate self resides in our home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. That actually pairs up. I'm an astrologer and that pairs up beautifully with astrology. It's, you know, the moon in astrology symbolizes your home, your private life. Yeah. And it also symbolizes the home space. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's very interesting how things it's, kind of sync yeah. up. And you know what? It's all connected. Totally. It all is totally yeah. connected because we are all energy. Everything that resides or lives with us in our home environment is made up of energy, is vibrating at a specific frequency. You know, there is no thing that has shown up in our physical environment that has not come from this beautiful planet that we live on. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. Yeah. And we're talking about it on a full moon. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool too. Yeah. And, you know what? and so full moon, right? It's a perfect time to release and let go. And my feng shui partner and I, we actually do a program called Moving from Chaos to Clarity. 
And it's really, really profound. And we help our clients all the time to really get clear on what possessions are possessing them and Mm -hmm. which ones are, was it time to release and let go of? Because those things are holding on to stuck energy and the stuck energy is attached to an emotion. So hence the outside in. Beautiful. That that's perfect. That's that's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of people don't think that, right? They think you have to go from the inside out. They don't yeah. realize the energetic attachment to stuff. Right? right. Yes. And and you know, it's it's again, it's my opinion because I have worked with a lot of amazing thought leaders. You know, I've had the privilege to travel with some of them and be at these amazing events. And the thought leaders of our time are really teaching about the inner world, the mind, body, spirit connection, our connection to the, the quantum physics, to consciousness, the unity, all of those things. But nobody is talking about the space, the place that we spend 30 to 50% of our life. And so you can do all this inner work. You can do all the inner work you want. You could be doing inner work for 30 years. And unless you shift some of the things in your outside environment that matches or mirrors that same energy that you are striving toward or forward to, then you're gonna still feel stuck. And that is why in my, again, my opinion only in the last 25 years, I have seen so many people, some of which have turned out to be my clients where they keep searching and looking and they're, you know, they take this course and that course and the other, and then they take, go to that event and they're searching and looking and they want to shift their inner world. They absolutely do. But then they go home to the same stuff, same stuff. Yeah. Right. And so the same stuff is holding on to an emotion. So let's, for an example, you know, if somebody had gone through a bad marriage, let's say, okay, bad relationship, and they are still sleeping in their marital bed, but the relationship is 10 years gone down the road. And then they're wondering why the heck they can't attract a new relationship. What's wrong with me? Oh, poor me, right? Then that comes the pity party. Or there may be other things that they are still holding on to that are part of that past relationship. And those emotions were maybe disempowering. So what happens, and people don't understand and realize this, is that our subconscious mind is the one that's in the driver's seat. It's the one that is in control and is the directive for how we live our life. And the subconscious mind has a snapshot for every experience you've ever had. Okay. So here is the interesting part. So if you have something, so let's just say, for example, you know, the picture behind me, right? Let's say somebody had that, maybe it was given to them for a wedding gift. Okay. Let's just say, 
So they got a picture hanging in their bedroom, was given to them for a wedding gift, and the marriage is long over, okay? So there you are, you got this picture that the subconscious mind remembers exactly the moment and how you were feeling when that possession came into your life. Mm -hmm. And so you're not cognizant or consciously aware, but every time that that image comes into your visual range, there's a, a little thing that happens in the subconscious mind goes, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's how she was feeling. And then of course something shifted and then, right? And so that keeps the person then stuck because they are reliving or those emotional loops or, you know, they just keep going round and round and round she goes. Mm-hmm. And they pass that picture every day. <laughs> How many times a day, right? Yes. Yeah. How many times a day? Even subconsciously? Yeah. Uh And the the subconscious is so, so powerful, right? Like I worked with a client and it was interesting. She had um, separated from her husband, got a new home and she was decorating it and doing all these things. And, you know, she was out shopping and, and buying things to decorate the home. But here's the thing. How was she feeling like weeks after her separation? Yeah, it's raw, raw. Not very good about herself and all of those. So she was attracted to things that were matching Mm -hmm. her energy at the time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then keeping those things, you know, and again, fast forward a year and a half, then she's going, okay, what's wrong with me? Why, you know, why, why is nobody picking up the phone and calling me? Because again, those things in her home were anchoring and reaffirming her level or degree in which she was loving herself. Oh, yeah. So out of curiosity with how you do it, then is there a shift in the energy you can do with what she's got? Does she need to get rid of what like I'd love our listeners to know more of what you do then with? Yeah, so you know what, I really help clients to start to see their possessions energetically, and really get down to let's live with what you love. Mm. And love where you live. So if there is something in your home that is causing you any kind of angst, any kind of frustration, you know, just become aware of it. And then just think about, okay, well, where, where is that feeling coming from? Or when we start to feel tension in our body, there's a clue. Yeah, for sure. There's a clue that something is not right. And we all intuitively practice feng shui because it is all about energy. It's the study of energy. I mean, you yourself have a place in your home that you go, ah, and it feels great. And you just, you know, and you probably couldn't pinpoint the exact reason why you like that space or that room, but it makes you feel safe and comfortable. And your autonomic nervous system 
likes that. It likes to be at ease. Mm -hmm. And then when you're at ease, that's when you're connected to source energy. Yes. That's when you get to create your life. But when you're in an environment that is, you know, and, and it's just chaos and there are things in disrepair and there's things all over the place and you're overwhelmed and you're stressed, you can't create from that space whatsoever, right? And so then that's why people, like I say, then they're going outside, right? looking to heal that inner mind, body, spirit, when in fact, they could do a lot of the work simply in their own home environment. That's perfect. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of what we've been wanting to bring to people is showing them that you you don't have to be a victim of your situation. You can shift it and you can take control and make changes in your own experience to recreate right and so what you're talking about here like fits perfectly into that perfect yeah and and you know like i've been doing this a long time like almost 25 years and it's been my observation that the degree or level in which you love yourself is being anchored and reaffirmed by your possessions So if somebody is seeking more abundance in their life and it's not flowing for them, chances are they are holding on to things with that, the lack mentality, right? So whether it's in your closet or your cupboard, you know, oh, I got to, I've got to save that. They're not in the abundant flow that the universe has providing us. Same with relationships, right? So whatever it is you want more of in your life or where you think there might be that block, there is a degree or level in which you love yourself where perhaps you are settling or you become complacent in your home. Fascinating. Um, I love that. We, we talk a lot about that as people just aren't embracing their humanity in the spiritual world almost. It's like we really, we want to ascend without really complimenting the fact that we're human. So you have stuff, so use yeah. it in a way that it works. I love that. But, you know, again, we have been programmed, Tony. Mm-hmm. We, uh-huh. you know, we have been programmed and we, I mean, it's nothing's more evident than what we've seen in the last two years, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> about our belief system, our BS, because we have been programmed to believe that to be successful, you have to have all these things. And people will, they'll buy into the program and then they go, well, but I'm not happy. I don't feel (laughs) successful. I don't feel loved. I don't, you know, all of those emotions. And so then they go and they buy more stuff or a bigger house because it's gotta be something. Yes. Right. But Mm -hmm. we've been programmed to believe that all of those things are going to equate to a happier, more vibrant life. When in fact, all they do is weigh us down because now we have to maintain all that stuff or pay for it or (laughs) exactly. Right. Yeah. 
and then you go, okay, well, does that make sense? No, 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 it doesn't. And when you really start to get clear on what you value in life, is it loving relationship? Is it family? Is it community? Is it collaboration? You know, what is it that you truly value in life? Mm-hmm. You know what, then these physical things are just that. We're not taking them with us when we go. Yeah, completely. Do you find as people move through different levels? So I could see that even you start doing some of the work and then you forget to reassess your things again, Because now you're at a, you're even at a different level. So would you need to come in and talk to them about that too, do you think? Yeah, you know, it's really quite empowering. Yeah, you know, the clients, the students that I've worked with over the years, they have had such profound shifts mm. in their personal life that they they get it. It's like once you know something, you can't unknow it. So once you, it. you know, really embrace the idea that everything in my environment is alive with energy and it is either sabotaging or supporting my efforts to live a fulfilling, authentic life, it's all about awareness. So my clients, they really shift into awareness. And there are some repeat contenders, we call them, because they just, they start to feel so good. Things start to shift in their life. And so they want to learn more. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Yeah. I love it. And, And you know, the other thing about it is as we start to shift our personal energy and love ourselves more, especially in that home environment, then the law of attraction is Mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's at work all the time anyways. Yes. But what happens is we start to elevate our personal frequency, vibrancy, and the universe says, oh, yay, right? And starts to match and mirror how we are feeling. And that's why things start to flow. Like I've had clients just have amazing things happen to them. I've had relationships that were on like the, the tail end, like hanging by a thread and they were able to renew and reignite their relationship because of shifting things in their home environment. I had clients, uh, I had one client that won a lottery. That's never personally happened to me. Well, actually (laughs) it did years ago, but yeah, just really amazing things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they attracted something different, which is pretty big, right? Yeah. And again, it goes back to those universal laws that the universe is, we could think of the universe like a benevolent parent that only wants the best for us. Mm -hmm. And if you're overwhelmed and you're stressed and you just can't manage everything that's going on, then those beautiful gifts, they're there, they're waiting for you. But that loving parent isn't going to add more to your stressful life already. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes we'll see that we don't even see the gift. It's like we don't remember to unwrap it. Yeah. But they're there. The gifts are there waiting for us. They are there. We had a question for you today about 
as a practitioner, what do you do? Like there are those days, we're both tarot readers and Kimberly's an astrologer, but there are days we don't feel vibrant. We love to tell our listeners that every single day I'm at a hundred percent, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. So what do you do on a day? Is there something you can do feng shui? So I'm sure your house is already completely where you need to, but say today you're just not feeling vibrant. Mm -hmm. What can you do for yourself? Is there Um, something... You know, so again, it's about creating sacred space, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe create a sacred space in your home where you can just go and light a candle, burn some incense, read a book, and just really just get comfortable. For me personally, when I'm feeling that way, I love to just go and lay on my bed because my bedroom window is big and the sunshine just beams in there and yeah so if I'm feeling that I need a little recharge I just go lay on my bed and I just soak up the sun and I do a little the sun and I talk and (laughs) I just ask for that energy and and it just takes 10 or 15 minutes and because it it feels Again, you know, there's nothing in that space that makes me feel out of ease. That space is very comfortable, makes me feel good already. You've already created that atmosphere. But if if that room were chaotic, when it had like clothes piled over here and unfinished laundry or those kind of things, then it wouldn't feel like a safe, sacred place to go to, right? Right. So I think everybody needs to create, I have a little corner in my office as well, that I keep a a little cushion and a chair and I have a little lamp. And sometimes, sometimes that ends up being a little space for me to put on a meditation or something like that. But again, it's all about loving ourselves, right? Oh yeah. Comes back down to that loving yourself. And then, of course, connecting with nature. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's, that's always a good one. But, but yeah, in your home. And the other thing that you could do is just try shifting 27 items around in your home. 27. 27. Why 27? It adds up to a nine. Mm-hmm. And that's nine is about completion. And there's just something magical about that number nine, that when we shift and physically, and I mean, it it could just be dusting, right? Yeah. If you were to shift and rearrange 27 things in your home, that could shift your energy and make you feel more vibrant. Which is something they could do immediately in that day, right? If you're feeling, I Um, love lighting, you know? So again, like I talk about the sunshine, I, I have worked with some realtors for over the years as well, when it comes to buying or selling homes. And the thing that I repeatedly see is burnt out light bulbs. Mm -hmm. Or I see a light fixture that has three different types of luminous luminescence, you know, there's there's all the light bulbs are there, but one is kind of a dim light bulb and one's bright and right. Yeah. It's incongruent. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's incongruent. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, 
Theirs is that there are some BS or belief systems about, okay, well, I got to wait till my husband comes home to change the light bulb, Mm -hmm. change it yourself. Mm -hmm. Or um, it might be that, okay, well, this one is still working, so I might as well use it. So it's that waste not, want not, or some belief system that they picked up a long time ago. But here's the thing. Yeah, scarcity though. Exactly. And so, but here's the thing. Do you not deserve to have bright light? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, think about when you go out shopping on a bright, sunshiny day. How do people greet you? Oh, yeah. Compared to when it's a cloudy, dreary, rainy, snowy day. Oh, yeah. Uh People complain about the weather, you know, all the time. But when you have sunshine, they, right? Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. So why aren't we doing that in our home? I like that. So I know our listeners will be like, so is changing three light bulbs, three acts or one act? Yeah. (laughs) Is that in our 27? Is that three or is that one? When you change it? No, that could be three. That could be three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, people have those specific questions. What are 27? <laughs> yeah, 20. And, and, and again, it could be just simply, you know, taking the front mat from the front doorstep and going and shaking it off. It, I mean, you've moved it. You've shifted yep. some energy, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's some stagnant energy there. And, yep. uh, and it could be just like, say, lifting up your crystal and, oh, I'm going to stick it over here for the full moon. And then you're just, you're just shifting it. 100 percent. plus you're shifting your body too you're yeah. taking yourself out of that wherever you yeah. were and, and i mean and then you could actually whatever item you could pick up and just really look at it energetically and say do i really love this totally right do i really really mm-hmm. love this because your home energetically that is prime real estate those possessions are taking up prime real estate. So mm-hmm. they had better be supporting you. They had better be loving you back as much as you love them. That's right. Because if they're not, then that is sabotaging the quality of life that you have been striving for. I love this. Now I'm going to go through my house and move 27 things. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Even just talking to you just about it is enhancing my vibrancy. (laughs) Just thinking about what you can do to tweak, tweak your space, tweak your connection to your space. Yeah. there's, There's just, I mean, again, you know, this is just some really broad things, but Mm -hmm. just to, I don't know if anybody's ever watched that movie, the toy story. Mm-hmm. you know when the toys come to life so just yes. just start thinking about everything in your home is the toy story has a personality <laughs> and if everything came to life right then what story would it be telling you fascinating I love it. It comes right down to like why we wear red lipstick, but even that, are you using the mascara that your grandmother gave you 20 years ago? Cause it's still in the tube, right? Or do you love it? So it's like, there's such little things you can do yep. to enhance your vibrancy that people don't even think about. Right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Love yeah, it. I mean, color. I mean, there. Yeah, there are so many things. Like there, there are definitely more layers to feng shui yes, yes. than just moving things around, right? Yeah, we don't um, want people to think they're now feng shui experts because you told them to move twenty-seven things. So you need right, to right. speak to Anita a lot more than that, for sure. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just but an immediate fix for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, certainly that will start, and, and like I say, just start to look at things from an energetic viewpoint and, and just, you know, say, do I really love that? Yeah. You know? right. Do I really need it? Is it serving a purpose in my life? Mm -hmm. Because those possessions are there to serve you, to make your life more comfortable, to make your life flow with ease and grace. And, and if they're not doing that, then there's a problem. Yeah. I love it. That's a whole vibrancy thing that not many people talk about in North America, right? Nope. They just don't. No, nope. mm -mm. they just don't. So can you tell our listeners how they would work with you? Just a little bit of what you'd want them to know. Yeah. So I love teaching. I love teaching. So my feng shui partner and I, like I say, we have programs to support people in that capacity, moving from chaos to clarity in 21 days is one of the programs that we teach. Uh, we teach feng shui for the office we mm. have a whole program around working from home that has, you know, really been very impactful in the last couple of years. I bet. Huge. Uh, yeah. We teach people how to use the, what we call the treasure map or the bagua which helps to map the meridians of the home to see where there might be some blockages. So we have a program for that. That's it's a digital program. Someone could purchase it today. And we do a feng shui vision quest, Ooh. which is proprietary uh, to us. We do it in a very unique, different way. Yeah. And then I also am a trainer for the Western School of Feng Shui where I graduated from 20 years ago. So I'm the only trainer in Canada. I facilitate wow. the Western School of Feng Shui certification program twice a year here in Alberta. So if somebody wanted to add being a Feng Shui practitioner to their repertoire of things that they already do, it's very, very intensive. However, it's very rewarding. And is that able to be online now or is that in person? How do these? Uh, yeah. Actually, I've been doing it in person. Mm -hmm. I love it. So it's back to in person again. Good. Yeah. Well, I, and you know what? I haven't stopped doing it in person. Perfect for you. I love it. <laughs> so, so we'll get all these people? links. Yeah, I was going to say. We have websites for you and pages where they can find you yeah. that will link. Yeah, so feng shui, feng shui simply put.com. And then, yeah, I can send them to, you know, yeah, and I. we Perfect. do, we have a Facebook uh, group and a Facebook page on our Facebook group. Every Friday we go live and we teach people how to use the F word <laughs> and we spend 20 minutes or so. And we, we do pull some cards to find out what the topic of the day is going to be. And we educate our audience on using the F word. Feng shui, of course. Feng shui, yeah. of course. Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. I love it. 
This has been really exciting talking to you and getting to know what you're about more. Yeah, thank you. Well, and how much is out there that people just don't know about, right? So the more we all do this and become a community, people get to see like, oh my gosh, what? I could just change. Yes, you could change so much if you just changed your bedroom even. So many people, that's the last room they do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it's all about that degree or level of self-love. Yes. Hmm. Because it's being reflected in your environment do you find a lot of women are i don't have time i don't have time for myself there's a lot of absolutely Mm -hmm. every kids come first husband comes first work comes first and yeah and that's all fine and well but when you get to be my age and older and the kids are gone things start to shift and you you know you look around and you go why do I have all of these things? Where's the quality of life? And then, then you start having family members that transition. Yeah. And then you're left with all of their stuff. Uh-huh. And that can be traumatizing. That's probably a whole topic. Oh, I can't it's, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, Even and, the guilt you know involved with not that is that is going to be a real, I don't want to call it a problem, but that's going to be a real situation uh, in the coming years. Yeah. For all of us, I think that there will be someone that's going to transition, whether uh-huh. it's a grandparent or a parent or a sibling. And as a family member you are going to have to deal with all their stuff. Because you don't have to keep it all. <laughs> a lot of stuff, trust me. Yeah. There are not, there's not too many people that have embraced a minimalist lifestyle because of our conditioning, because we've been programmed uh, by society, by our media, by you know societal standards. Mm-hmm. Yes, or I'm finding in that generation, like when my grandparents passed, there was such a scarcity from the from the war even. And then, of course, you should want all the things I collected because so even when they downsized before they passed, they couldn't imagine why you wouldn't want all the treasures they'd collected that they couldn't fit in their small home now. And it's like, oh, exactly. a lot of energy I don't want in my home. Yeah, but then you know what? Some people take those things out of obligation yes guilt is pretty big isn't it guilt you know all of those (laughs) emotions and so now those things are residing so now those emotions are replaying being relooped or it could have a memory for you in your childhood that's not great there's so many things so if you guys are listening i think you get the idea that you need to uh, talk to anita yeah, join one of our great. programs, come and have some fun. And uh, yeah, we'll put on our feng shui glasses and uh, teach you how to use the F word. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we're going to put all those links at the bottom because I don't think people realize how powerful it is. Yeah, awesome. Huge. Thank you for coming and talking oh, to us. 
Wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. It's a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you. Mm -hmm. Likewise. Yeah, and I think that's such a big thing. I think that's a shift that's happening is there doesn't need, there's no competition in this area. It's all about coming together and raising vibrancy and and not making it so complicated. (laughs) Even though there's complexity to it, it's like, let's just get in there and love on each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's just support each other. I mean, we're all connected. We're, we are one, one being, right? Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Did you have any more questions, Kimberly, before I shut the recorder off? Oh my gosh, no. You guys covered everything. (laughs) It was beautiful. I was